Grace, peace, and mercy be upon you on this second Sunday after the Epiphany through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We all know how it is here in Oregon with the rain. One minute it's pouring, the next minute the sun's out. Growing up in the desert in California, every so often I'd see a rain cloud moving across the desert, you know. You could see the rain falling from it like a, a, a dark gray haze. And it would pass over, I'd get a little wet, and I'd watch it move on. I'd turn around and look in the direction from where it came and to see if there were any more coming and nothing, just blue sky. You know, maybe out in, you've been to eastern Oregon where you can be up on the mountains or the hill and you can see these thunderstorms just kind of roam across the desert. Martin Luther described the good news of Jesus like this like a Platzregen, a downpour which moves to where faith receives it. What a beautiful image, huh? You know, the Word of God goes out into the world, traveling along like a a rain cloud, pouring out faith onto people below who will hear and and believe it. But Luther has more to say about this. In a letter he wrote to the councilmen of all Germany's cities, imploring them to open Christian schools, he says this, Let us remember our former misery and the darkness in which we lived. Germany, I'm sure, has never before heard so much of God's word as it is hearing today. If we let it just slip by without thanks and honor, I fear we shall suffer a still more dreadful darkness and plague. Oh, my beloved Germans, buy while the market is at your door. Gather in the harvest while there is sunshine and fair weather. Make use of God's grace and word while it is there. For you should know that God's word and grace is like a passing shower of rain which does not return to where it has once been. It has been with the Jews, but when it's gone, it's gone, and now they have nothing. Paul brought it to the Greeks, but again, when it's gone, it's gone, and now they have the Turks. Rome and the Latins also had it, but when it's gone, it's gone, and now they have the Pope. And you Germans need not think that you will have it forever, for ingratitude and contempt will not make it stay. Therefore, seize it and hold fast to it. What would Luther think if he saw the church in Germany today? I mean, some of the cathedrals that he and his contemporaries preached in have been turned into dance clubs. Only half the population in Germany is Christian, and half of that is Catholic. It would seem he would believe what he wrote in 1524 had happened. The rain shower has passed. When it's gone, it's gone. And now Germany has the Pope, Islam, and nothing. So does America. Assuming this rain shower of God's word and grace will not return to where it has once been, what does that mean for us Christians in this land? Well, our churches pray for spiritual revival to happen in America all the time, don't they? We do. Like when our country experienced revivals in the 1800s and the early 1900s. 
But that was a hundred years ago. It's been a hundred years since we've had a Christian revival, about the same time as we had our last pandemic. And you'll hear some Christians today say, we need a spiritual revival in our land. Instead of a, of a revival, though, we seem to be experiencing the opposite, a, a deadening of faith. And besides, the revivals this country experienced a hundred years ago were mostly spiritual renewals of people who already had faith in Christ. They weren't mass conversions of unbelievers into the faith. And for a person like me, uh, uh, an adult convert in the mid-1990s, this revival reversal is all I've ever known. I don't know what the good old days were like when churches were full on Sunday and there were 30 kids in Sunday school because I was one of the dead ones when all of that was going on here and in other churches. I, I guess you could say my conversion was one of the few gains amid a steady loss in Christendom that started a long time ago. And because of this, my thing all along has been to keep moving forward to the goal of heaven with what we have. Work with what God is giving us, and not with the dreams of some bygone era. God promises never to abandon or forsake His people. So even in the places where the rain has already fallen, you and I still have the hope in Christ that's been given to us. And we must never give up, even if it's just down to the last two of us. Never give up the mission which Christ has entrusted to us to preach Jesus Christ crucified and risen for the forgiveness of sins to all people and baptize those who hear it and believe it into the family of God. But we also might want to start looking to the places where the rain is currently falling and see what we might learn from them. Where do you think we might look? South. Not the South, not the Bible Belt of America. I mean the global South. South of the, the Southern Hemisphere. Africa. Parts of Asia. And to some extent South America, although that land has the Pope. But while we are sitting here noticing less and less of each other every year, Churches in the global south are growing faster every year. Did you know that there are more Lutheran Christians in Ethiopia than all of the Lutherans combined in America? There's over 10 million of them. Think of all those people believing the same things we do about baptism, the Lord's Supper, the uniqueness of Jesus, and that one is saved by Jesus' good work on the cross and not our good works. Amazing. Now, now, they're not singing German hymns out of the TLH, mind you. you know, they've got their own traditions. Nevertheless, Lutheran churches are growing at a fast rate in places which are not in North America and Europe. And this is resulting in a fresh reflection on the Scriptures by generations of pastors and lay people who have not been influenced by the last three centuries of European and American thought. And if things keep going in this direction, they're going to start taking the lead when it comes to the church's understanding of life together 
as the, uh, as the body of Christ on earth. In fact, when you look at culture in Africa, it resembles more closely the culture that Paul and other apostles brought the word of God into in their day. Think about it. The churches that are growing most in the world today are the ones that stand furthest away from Western thought and social ideology. Their children are not questioning their identity in the numbers that ours are. Their people are not in a battle over the moral high ground when it comes to the right to life, the sanctity of marriage, and family. And we can also observe that people in the global south make a lot more use of the prophets like Isaiah and the Psalms in the Old Testament because they truly are the poor, the hungry, the persecuted, and the dehumanized. Now, American churches are concerned about retaining members in, in a growing climate of church dropouts, and the majority of the population simply not interested in religion. While churches in Africa are mainly concerned with the compatibility of Christian faith with cultural tra traditions and belief systems which predate the time of Christ. That's not happening here. Christians who came to this land from Europe were not interested in the compatibility of Christianity with Native American spiritual beliefs and traditions. They squashed that. All this paints an intriguing pic picture of a reversal of missions. The predominantly European and American Christian missionary era is giving way to Christians in the global south taking the lead in spreading the word of God to parts of the world which haven't been watered yet. Will you and I live long enough to see the results or the effects? I don't know. It's been a slow and building thing. Does this mean we should move to Africa or Indonesia to be back among the growing vital church? Well, wouldn't that be exciting? Let's just sell the whole thing pack up and go on a spiritual adventure. But there's still good work to do here in this parched land of hard soil. Don't be uninformed, brothers and sisters. God, the Holy Spirit, is at work in all of us who believe. We are helpless without Him. But with Him, serving together as the body of Christ, using our gifts of the Spirit... We shall see the wonder made new in Christ on the last day. So, my friends, buy while the market is at your door. Gather in the harvest while there is sunshine and fair weather. Make use of God's grace and word while it is here. Seize it and hold fast to it. And may the peace of God which passes all human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.